Gramsie, the law dog here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast and a chance to visit with Weatherford softball junior shortstop Harley Chisholm. And uh, she is having an outstanding junior campaign here as the Weatherford Lady Eagles prepare for Super Regionals all the way up in the northeast corner of the state in Miami, Oklahoma. Harley, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. And uh, so how was practice today as you guys prepare for the War Dogs of Miami? It was good. We're doing things a little differently, um, preparing for one team that we know um, how they're going to play instead of preparing for three different teams. So it's a little bit different this year, but I'm excited and we're really relaxed right now and we're just going to have fun with it. So Good deal. And I tell you, I got to say, you've been pretty consistent with the bat and uh, at the plate this season, but obviously as a leader of the team, the other girls are kind of following suit. We've gotten pops from from uh, some unheralded players at times and, and some, some ones that we might not have expected to uh, to be bringing the power, but it's it's been a good offensive postseason for the Weatherford Lady Eagles. For sure. I think our approach is a little bit different this year. I think last year coming in, um, I know that Marley Teasley and I had a lot of the home runs. And I think if you look at our stats this year, my home runs are down a little bit. But for me, it's a little bit different. I think my mentality this year is I just got to get on base because I know the girls behind me just have just as much pop. So I think everybody's role is a little bit different this year. And I think we're playing so well because we all know our role and we're all feeling that. So... So if your recruitment into the collegiate world of softball weren't kind of already set in stone, and we'll kind of get into that here in a minute, would you be as willing to kind of accept a different role in the lineup as what you've done this year? Um, I think that school ball doesn't have a whole lot to do with um, recruiting-wise in the collegiate level, just because a lot of the college coaches recruit during the summer in travel ball and in a more competitive environment. I think school ball for me is a completely different environment just for playing for a community and playing for a team and playing with your best friends and just having a bigger reason to play instead of just playing to showcase your skill. So it definitely does play a role, but it's also a little bit different and it's, it's more fun. Well, that's great. And I mean, you obviously have a connection with your teammates there and a lot of you're a great kid and there's a lot of great kids on that squad. And, you know, you're you're a junior, but you've got a lot of softball softball under your belt and uh, you're obviously able to show some things. What are some typical things you do in a practice or in a game to try to try to help a teammate out? I think communication is key. I know that sometimes nobody really wants to be at practice that day, or it might have been a rough day, or we've played a lot of games that week, and everybody's just kind of sluggish. So I think communication is key because if we're all talking and we're all hyping each other up, then the environment at practice is just a lot more stable, and it's just fun for everybody. Well, and you guys uh, obviously have a lot of fun, and it's great to call your games. And then also, I mean, you've got a cohort there on in the lineup right behind you, and she's also just an amazing pitcher in the circle and that's Marley Teasley you guys are the same class you'll you'll enter Weatherford High School and leave Weatherford High School at the same time what is Marley's uh, friendship and relationship with her meant to you Oh my gosh. I will not. I cannot even start with that one. Um, I've grown up playing with her ever since I moved to Weatherford and she has been so helpful for me in getting me to the next level. And I don't think the team would be where we are without an arm like her in the circle and about like her in the lineup, but also outside of softball, just the kind of person she is and how um, just confident she is into helping her teammates stay positive and keeping everybody to work together and just always having a positive mind, whether 
whether she's playing bad or having a bad game or not pitching well in the circle that day, she's always working to help everybody achieve their goals as well. And is just a very supportive friend for the entire team. Well, and that's outstanding. And you could see the connection. And I've I've been privy to seeing it in basketball and softball for the last couple of years. So it, it really is a great thing to see both of you excel. Well, uh, you made an announcement this week. You made it on social media. So I don't know if you've actually done anything on a traditional media, but we could facilitate that here if you want to, if you want to go ahead and uh, <laughs> let any listeners know where you'll be playing collegiately. Yeah, um, I decided to commit to Florida State to continue my academic and athletic career and play collegiate softball there. Well, and that's outstanding, and congratulations. What is it about the Seminoles? What is it about the Seminoles that just uh, you know attracted you to that program and to that university? Honestly, my dream since I was eight years old was to play in Florida, and you could ask me why, and I have no idea. But that was just always what I wanted to do, and. September 1st is a key date for every single junior in the softball world. That's when Division One schools can contact you. So it was very busy for me, and I was very blessed to have a lot of offers from many schools. And considering that we play school ball in the fall, it's really hard to get on a lot of visits. But as soon as I stepped on the field at FSU, I knew that that was where I belonged, and that's where I want to be. I think it's, um, it's a lot different to say and talk with the coaches about money and team and culture and the environment and everything like that. But when you put on a uniform and you're in that uniform for that program and then you step on the field, it's a completely different mindset. And I just knew when I put the Seminole uniform on and stepped out on the field that that was exactly where I was supposed to be. Well, and talk about head coach Lonnie Alameda and uh, what she's meant to you in your recruiting process as well. Well, it's actually crazy. So I didn't get recruited by FSU till later in the game. Um, I've played travel softball for a long time, and um, they recruited me a little bit later, if I'm being honest. But getting to know her and getting to know the coaching staff there, my biggest thing about the whole recruiting was that I'm willing to go a long ways away from home. And if I'm going to go that far away from home, I've got to have a family there behind me that is going to stick up for me and be there outside of softball. And I just knew that she dedicates her whole life to softball. She is literally married to the game. And in her case, that's an amazing thing because I know that she's going to help me the next four years in softball, but also in life. And I know coming out of that program, I'm going to be the best softball player that I can be at the end of my four years. So I couldn't ask for a better head coach there. And just from her reputation and her appearances in the College World Series and getting to um, have some feedback from players who have played there or transferred out of there, it is nothing but positive. And I couldn't be more thankful. Well, and it will be an amazing thing to see you uh, with potentially, you know, coming back home because Florida State's been kind of a mainstay in the College World Series and obviously a lot of talent down there. And, and you know, does that weigh in your mind at the thought of uh, being able to come back to Oklahoma City with a Knowles team that you're a part of? Oh, for sure. I think that's always a key thing that you look for. But if you would have asked me five years ago, if I ever thought I would be in this position today, I would have told you no. Honestly, it is every girl's dream to play in the College World Series. But until it's a reality and it comes true, like nobody really ever thinks that they're good enough to go Division One. And I know in my case, 
I definitely did not think that I would be wearing a Seminole uniform in the next year and a half. So I am more than grateful. And I think that it's going to be a surreal ride to make it back to the World Series and potentially win a national championship. For sure. And I know a lot of folks here in, in Oklahoma, you know, obviously Oklahoma has a powerhouse in Norman uh, with the OU Lady Sooners. And, you know, a lot of folks probably would have uh, loved to have seen you put on the Crimson and Cream. But was that ever an option that you considered going to Norman? Yeah, I think that there is a lot of background information that a lot of people on social media or in the town don't really um, understand because, of course, everybody wants to play for Coach Gasso, but in the end, are you given that opportunity? And I think for me, it's I love Coach Gasso and I love all the players there and how they talk about their faith and how they play for the game and play for the younger people before and behind them that are coming up. But honestly, like to me, it wasn't about staying in Oklahoma. It was just finding the best place for me and I think I will get that at FSU. Well you threw me a curveball because I was uh, joking with uh, Peyton Mills's dad Jake on the broadcast during regionals that I, I was going to go out on a limb and say that you would probably be on the west coast because it just seemed like your <laughs> visits to uh, University of Washington went so well. Oh yeah. I, I love Coach Tar there and my idol has always been Sis Bates. She's number twenty two and she's a shortstop at Washington. So it was super great the camps that I got to go to and the opportunities I got to get just from learning from that coaching staff. But in the end, like there's always some background information that, you know, are you really given that opportunity to play there and do you take it? So um again, I think FSU was the right decision for me, but all the places that I did get to go to, the coaching staffs I got to meet, the players I got to meet, it was just a surreal ride. Well, and last couple of questions, Harley. Uh, obviously, you do great in interview sessions with uh, with me, and I've heard you in other places. Uh, very articulate, very uh, on point. So is that something that you've had to work on, or is it something your folks have worked on with you, or how does how's that panned out to, for you to be such a, uh, a just a really uh, great interview? Um, growing up, I was pretty shy. Honestly, I, my coaches had to harp on me all the time to communicate in the field. The shortstop is just like the quarterback in football. I mean, they control the field and I was always a shy blonde headed girl at shortstop and that doesn't work out when you make it to the division one level. So I had to learn how to adapt to that environment and figure out how I can be more vocal on the field and in life. So, um, I wouldn't really say that I worked on interviews with my parents, but I will say that just over time, having to learn to talk to college coaches, yeah. having to learn how to um, broadcast yourself out there, because obviously I'm from Oklahoma, taking a leap of faith and going across the country to play softball and chase my dream. I think you really have to find a way to get yourself out there, whether that's through social media, interviews, NIL deals, whatever it may be. And so I think just with experience and playing softball for so long and all the new things that are coming up in the softball world. And as it's growing, I think that I've just adapted to being able to talk people, you know, getting interviewed, those kinds of things. So, Well, you do great, and uh, your brothers do great as well, so I just wondered if it wasn't <laughs> something that your family focused on. But real quick, last question, talk about the impact that your siblings and your parents have had on your softball career and this decision that you had to make. Oh, for sure. Um, I have two older siblings and I'm also a triplet. So there's five of us. Um, my older brother and older sister both played collegiate baseball and softball. So I had two huge role models for me that helped pave the way for what I wanted to do and what sport I wanted to play. But um, they're a lot older than me. So they're obviously, I feel like they didn't have as big of an impact on my decision as Stone and Steel did. So obviously I'm with Stone and Steel every day of my life and um, they can be annoying at times, but in the end, <laughs> 
they they are the most supportive for me. And my dad and I had to leave a lot. I mean, we had to go across the country for camps. We had to go across the country for tournaments, um, for things like that, for visits. And I had to sacrifice a lot of my time to not be able to make it to their baseball games or their football games and get to be a part of their high school career as well. So I couldn't have asked for a better support system at home because I know that this opportunity for me would not have been possible without them. And I think they really put it into perspective for me of what I wanted and were always there just to settle me down and say like, hey, you need to figure out what's best for you, not for your dad, not for your friends, not for the social media world. They were just always there to tell me the cold hard truth and let me know what was up. So I couldn't have asked for a better support system at home from those two. Well, that's outstanding. So now that you've made your collegiate decision and you're, you know, really committed, that means you can probably open the door to play basketball this winter, right? (laughs) Well, there's a lot more that goes into that, but we'll see. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, we'll look forward to it if you do. Well, listen, Harley, thanks for taking time to visit with us here on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. And uh, congratulations so much. I know Florida State's getting a good one. And I hope that Florida State ends up being everything that you hoped it will be. And uh, like I said, look forward to the possibility of seeing you come back uh, starting at shortstop on a College World Series team. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Harley. She's Harley Chisholm, the junior shortstop for Weatherford Eagles softball and recent Florida State softball commit. And she's here with us on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. I'm Chuck Rams at the Law Dog. Thanks for tuning in.